0: That's some, Ain't that some before the bleep you start flying? Let's say thank you to Ahmed for bringing in lunch. Thanks, AD. A huge thank you. This stuff's good. The uh I mean, per- how long till I have vicious heartburn? I don't
1: know about you, but I'm not gonna have it. But um I will. I'm enrolled in here. Burgers,
0: brisket, ribs, wings. Ooh, boy. Fall is in love with you. Pro football talk. Mike Florio just tweeted out, of all the potential destinations for Lamar Jackson, the commanders make the most sense on multiple levels and for various reasons. Who 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 tweeted that? Mike Florio. Uh Uh-oh. Right now, we're going to get to that because I don't agree. Or maybe they make sense, but it ain't happening. makes sense, but it probably won't be happening. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. That's the phone number. It's bleep you Thursday. Whoever you're mad at. Whatever entity you'd like to say bleep you to, who's ailed you, who has wronged you, is it an inanimate object, have they changed the layout of your local supermarket, whatever it is, this is your opportunity to be upset, 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067, the betQL QL guest line is open. I'd like to start, Brian, if I may. I don't know what the hell is going on in the world. I love cookies. I love Girl Scout cookies. I love Oreos. I love Mint Milano's. I love (laughs) Pecan Sandies. I love the little Elf chocolate fudge joints. I'm telling you, unless a cookie has an onion in it, there's not a cookie out there I don't love. I love cookies. Have I made that clear? Mm Mm-hmm. What the hell has happened? Every website you go to now, you have to click the dumb thing that says, will you accept the cookies? Who is the jerk that sued or the government entity that decided to annoy the whole world? Why all of a sudden do we have to deal with cookies on every website? Please STFU with the cookies. Let's all be real. Whoever's out there, the spammers, the hackers, the NSA, whoever's out there, if they want your info, they're just going to get it. So please stop making me click on the cookie button. Yeah. I ex- Whatever I'm supposed to do, whether it's accept or reject, just I- I'm doing it. This is me verbally telling you it's okay or it's not okay. Whatever I have to do, please stop with the damn cookies on the websites. Get Bring me more real cookies. Chocolate chip, oatmeal, raisin, whatever you like. Chocolate chocolate covered peanut butter on every damn Get rid of the cookies on the websites, please.
1: It's annoying. Nobody wants to deal with it all the time, either. It's annoying. And then they'll try to go with this little crap, they're trying to really eliminate a lot of it. They're not. They like it.
0: Nobody's trying to help anyone. So whatever it is you're doing, stop it. Thanks for letting me get that off my chest. I feel better. Now, the phone lines. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines. We're going to start things off with Jackie in Stafford. Hello, Jackie. Hello, Jackie. Jackie hung up. Well, let's start this way. Bleep you to Jackie. Jackie, you better call back. Man, you can't bleep. Something happened. Or bleep the phone line. Bleep somebody. Yeah, but you can't bleep the person. Uh, Alex is in Upperville. Alex, who you mad at? Hey, I got to give a bleep you to NASCAR driver Denny Hamlin. For uh,
1: tax records, it was revealed he picked five out of six Powerball numbers back on Thanksgiving for the $2 billion uh, winning. All
0: right, man. I got to be honest. You lost me, but. Why, why are you bleeping? Because he picked five out who of you, six. Who, who you're mad at NASCAR? Who you mad at here? Yeah, the rich get richer. Explain this one more time like I'm five <laughs> years old. All right,
1: it was a two billion dollar uh, Powerball back on Thanksgiving, and you had to pick six numbers. And then he picked; he went down uh, to the uh, gas station. Who was he? Denny Hamlin.
0: Denny Hamlin, Denny? The NASCAR champion. Damn! How much did he
1: win? He's not telling. He didn't win but two he, billion dollars. He picked. He picked five out of six for the two uh, out of the two billion dollars. So wow, five, he might have two billion. might won a few million dollars.
0: Good for Denny, <laughs> and you're mad at him for it. Eh, bleep him! All right, bleep him. I'm with you, Alex. What the hell? And my buddy, man, you can't bleep Denny. Right. Hey, hey, he me, does let like let Denny. Me Denny right now. Text
1: me. him and ask him how much he wants. Send me a loan.
0: Yeah, we could definitely use a loan. <laughs> Devin is in DC. Devin, what up, man? Who you mad at? What up, B Mitch? What up, James? Look, hey, bleep L Jack, man. Look, we can't pay you two fifty guarantee, man. We got to spend the
1: money everywhere else, bro. It's not about you, it's about the team. One of y'all, I'm out.
0: Thank you, buddy. Let's be clear, folks. Let's not name specific names. I think, I'm not sure if he did, but just in case. He just said LJ. Uh, there's a dude named Bob that may be a masochist. Hello, Bob. Who you mad
2: at? It's, so it's Bobby. Um, so I was just bleeping myself. Oh, me. Um, so, yeah, no, it's all good. Um, bleep you to me because. I made a mistake, and the guy who had an absolute toddler-level meltdown behind me because I accidentally, like, went in line in front of him in Chick-fil-A, in the Chick-fil-A drive through line, he was absolutely right. I made a mistake, and he was going nuts. And so, uh, yeah, I guess bleep me. So that was it.
0: Why not bleep that guy for going nuts?
2: (laughs) This is his bleep you.
0: Oh, okay. Wait, did you go nuts? Or did the other guy? No,
2: he did. He did. He had an absolute meltdown. The dude was having a like a total temper tantrum worse than my son, my toddler. He sounds like J.P. Drunk.
0: Finley. Thank you for the call, Bob. Thanks for listening. Landville, I got a question. I've been very confused by a number of the bleep used so far. Have they <laughs> been confusing or did Ahmet slip me THC-infused brisket?
3: Uh, somebody said bleep you to Lamar Jackson and you freaked out that it was talking about a sponsor. So I think
1: it's you though. Yeah. Something wrong with you. I
3: I mean, some days you just different. Maybe bleep you guys. The barbecue is taking all the the blood away from
0: your brain to your stomach and, and you can't think clearly. Usually when the blood leaves my brain, it goes somewhere else. Let's try Ernesto in Fairfax. Ernesto, who you mad at?
3: i bleep you to this specific grocery store
0: because all the other ones have the hot pizza bar, and this specific one, which has great pizza, didn't have it. They
4: just
3: don't carry it, so bleep oh, them. Man. You know man. what,
0: Ernesto, thank you for the call. Thank you for listening. And Landfill, let me be clear. I understood that one and bleeped that grocery store for not having pizza. Miss Poet can have some barbecue. Let her know. Uh, our guy Jupe is on the line. Jupe, who you mad at? Fellas, fellas, yeah, bleep you to anybody
1: that calls for advice and doesn't take it. Why waste my time, waste my breath if you want my advice and you don't use it, especially when the situation is somebody that's been there, done that, but you'd rather take advice from someone that never done it and is everybody knows is an idiot. That's all I got for y'all. Thank you, Jupe.
0: Take advice from the person you called for advice, not from an idiot. Yeah. If I called you and asked for advice and you gave it to me, and then I took advice from Stallion, whose fault would that be? Yours. Mine. People do that all the time. They'll call you and ask
1: you a question, and then when you give them an answer, they're not going to believe in you. They're going to ask somebody who's less qualified than you. It happens all the time. Hell, it happens daily to both of us on our show.
0: They know more than we all do. Sure. Keep the phone lines going. Our guy Ronald is in Manassas. Hello, Ronald. Who you mad at?
1: I'm mad at the governor of Florida for trying to take black history out of the educational program. That's my bleep you to him.
0: All right. There you have it. Thank you, Ron. Thanks for listening, man. Uh, I I should open things up to the aquarium if anybody's upset. Landfill seems quite happy. Um, Jeff probably bleep you to he never sleeps. But – You know, I kind of think that's more of a Jeff problem than anybody else's fault. If anybody's mad, Jeff, speak now or forever, hold your peace.
4: Yeah, um, I actually do have a bleep you. Um,
0: Good, because somebody has one for you.
4: And (laughs) I, I really don't get the Department of Transportation. Why do they decide to make these people do this road work at rush hour in the morning? And when we are leaving, like that is so backwards. Like I see they on do it Twitter, all day. yeah. But like I would be seeing things on, they like They
1: just take too long.
4: And all of these other countries where some of these infrastructures that they're building, they'll be they, they won't be there during the day. At night, they build it up while no one's on the road, and then they it's they
0: certainly love doing construction on the GW Parkway. They, at right here, Rush you talk hour. about Jeff. Uh, Jeff, yeah. just the barked, by yeah, the way, yeah. you all right, bud? Was that a sneeze?
4: Nah, that was my food went down the wrong way.
0: Okay, well, maybe t- take a, take a moment, pause as the kids say. Um, I should let you know, Jeff, that Richmond John says bleep Jeff for hanging up on me. I
4: did not mean to hang up on you, John. You could call back.
0: I <laughs> want the lady that called that wanted to say bleep you to her husband to call back.
1: Call back. I please. think that was Jackie, and the Jackie, phone call got
0: disconnected. Back. Um, Doc Walker, please, help Doc, yourself, Doc. Doc, you want to say bleep
1: you to somebody? Doc,
0: you mad at anybody? Now's your time. Get it off your chest. Okay, turn the mic on, landfill. Whoever Doc's mad at, he gets to express himself. This is this is the Doc Walker show featuring B. Mitchell. I am
1: angry at Brian Keith Mitchell.
0: Hell yeah. For what? That's right. What'll I do to you?
1: You ain't come down there and say, yo, big bruh. Got a little something for but, you. But you look not, not, normally, you all just smell it and come. Well, I, I did smell I'm, it. I'm actually doing something. It. Let like me I'm talking. It. Yeah, I said, what's no, up? Normally, JP comes over there. I'm always talking. You know, JP likes to leave and do stuff. Well, JP's, we're happy he's here in studio. I love it when he comes to work.
2: <laughs> Probably yeah, not going to be here tomorrow. Just no, like I really know. do. I love it when he comes to work.
0: Yeah. I always am working, Doc. Oh, you're going to be here tomorrow? I'm going to be on the show. He's not going to be in studio tomorrow. I'm not going to be in studio neither. But then I'm not coming. All right. Well, thank you, Doc. Have some ribs. <laughs> Steve is in. I oh, know. Kyle is in Stafford. Kyle, who you mad at? Hey, fellas. Uh, Novak Djokovic.
3: World number one. The only player on an eight-leg parlay
0: to lose and cost me $5,000. Did he That's lose you. or did they not let him in the country? He lost to Daniel Medvedev in two sets. Believe him, dude. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. That sucks. Cost you your money, man. That's your money, man. Thanks for the call, bud. Thanks for listening. Uh, Steve is in Woodbridge. Jeff, answer live four in case it's Jackie calling mad at her husband. Steve, what up, man? Hey, how's it going? Good, dude. Matt uh, at just like the last person said, um, at whoever decided to put in Damian Illard yesterday, literally they were getting blown out. He's at twenty-seven points. They bring him back in. He shoots a three. Goes up to 30, bust the parlay, man. We had them all under twenty nine and
2: a half. hits 30, helps out nobody. Sorry, Steve. And then they take them out of the game.
0: Steve, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did you call him Damian Illard? No, Damian Illard. Are there two players? Is there a Lillard and an Illard? Hello? Yeah, Damian... yeah Damian. That Landfill, that guy gets the X-Files music if he calls back. Is there a Damien Illard, or is that, like, his nickname for him because he's I, mad at him? He might
1: be mad at him, but he, he doesn't know that the coach had had him, had him on the other side. Over, <laughs> over 29 and a half. That's why he put it back in.
0: Ben <laughs> is in Bethesda. What up, Benny? Hey, babe, hold my Mai Tide. I'm taking my call. You up, man? Hey, 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 hey. Please think got guy I driving in the left lane too fast. Hey, I'm just go fast in the left lane. Get out of the left lane, man. You're going too slow. I'm out. <laughs> Did Ben ask for a Mai Tai when that? <laughs> I don't know what he was asking. Landville, we get a lot of wacky stuff around here. Oh, that dude my needs to switch it. to decaf. <laughs> and That's me saying it. Um, oh, man. Goodness gracious. Uh, I also am mad at razor companies, but I'm going to keep the phone lines going. Um, Danny and Chantilly is mad at Doc Walker. Is that accurate? Danny, who you mad at? Yeah, yeah, I'm
1: mad at Doc Walker. Even though I love him, why are you mad at Doc? His rest- he closed his restaurants, and they had the best meatloaf. And I can't find a good meatloaf anymore. Is he still there in the studio? Right, We're gonna talk to him. He went back on the other side. He got he just came in, got some food, and
0: left. Did Doc used to have restaurants? Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, he had one in Herndon, and he had one somewhere else. I mean, man, I Doc don't know has been involved with everything, dude. So he needs to he needs to get that meatloaf back out into circulation. All right. Hey, Danny, listen to me. Stay on. Stay listening to the show. I'll put you on hold. Jeff, go ask Doc where we can get some meatloaf. All right. Now I know. I think it's, I think it's Old Abbott, but it might be all of the Clyde's places have a meatloaf that's banging. Yeah. Yeah. So there's an option for you, Danny. But we're gonna go ask landfill. But that do Doc? Do you have any <laughs> meatloaf intel, landfill, that you could share with the people? Nah. My wife makes a good meatloaf. Is that helpful? You don't like to bring, bring, uh, uh, invite us to the house. Do you like your meatloaf to be brown gravy-based or ketchup-based? I don't like many things that are ketchup-based. A, a simple brown gravy would have sufficed. No, I'm just
1: saying. You, you. I'm from Louisiana. We don't like a lot of red sauces. Uh, landfill?
0: I like my meatloaf to be a cheeseburger. <laughs> I'm confused by your answer, but I respect it. Uh, damn fool. Steve is in Fairfax. <laughs> Steve, who are you mad at?
3: I am mad at the producers at 1067, the fan. So for am I. constantly for For constantly ignoring that there is a 20-plus-win college basketball team playing in Fairfax, Virginia that is on a seven-game win streak. I'd like to hear about that, at least in a break.
0: Who Give me are some they? Love.
3: At least in a break.
0: Mason? Who is it? Mason. All right, go, Mason. When, when's their conference tourney game? Uh, their second round is, is today at 2 p.m. 2 p.m. today? Yep, 2 p.m. today. Steve, you call in tomorrow if they win. You get to talk about Mason for one full minute. I will love it. You right. There you deal. go. Go, Mason. Who are they playing?
2: Good question. You're going to call in here. You're going to
1: tell us something.
2: Are you playing don't know 40 40 they're playing? they play playing what 40 man? minutes.
0: What
1: uh-huh.
0: the hell? <laughs> I'm going to be pre-mad at Tony and Annandale if he says a dad joke. Tony, who yeah, you yeah, mad you know, at? That's, that's the highest. Yeah, but, uh, Tony, you're up. Uh, that's 37.5. He has 30. Yeah. Tony, you're up. Tony, Tony's with it. a patient. Um, all right, last one. Richmond John. Hello, Johnny. How do you do?
2: I'm in a large hardware store that I cannot cannot name because Chris Kynert said we can't uh, advertise on the radio. Accurate. Um, uh, bleep every caller in the segment. Why?
0: Because they're looking for meatloaf?
2: <laughs> this is so crazy. Thank you, Lampell. I can hear you clapping in the background. My hero. And uh, and Bleep Jeff for hanging up on me. Yeah, Bleep Jeff.
0: I love you guys. Love you, buddy. I appreciate Richmond John for calling from a hardware be, store. You can't
1: be uh, bleeping out people that call in, man.
0: I demand to know where Doc Walker gets his meatloaf. Coming up next, Peter Rosenberg. Pride of New York, and you are not gonna believe the text he sent me of what he wants to discuss when we're on the show. Oh my lord. One nine nine nine. Weatherman telling us not gonna rain. Not tomorrow. Apparently tomorrow's weather sucks. Yeah. Supposed to play golf Saturday. That weather doesn't look great either. Right now, time to get to the BeckQL QL guest line, bring in the king of New York, our friend, Mr. Peter Rosenberg, high oh, yeah. ninety-seven and ESPN New York. Peter, what's up, man? How are you?
2: Now, listen, I understand being excited to get out there and golf again, but JP, my man, you're, you're gonna, it's going to be like 40 degrees on Saturday.
0: Yeah, it's, yep,
2: correct. You're, um, th- you're that eager to get back out there?
0: No, it's this, like, tournament. They call it the frostbite. It's supposed to be cold. Oh, okay, okay. Um, All right, good, okay. that they, makes
2: That's, that's normal.
0: Uh, here's what I can tell you. There's a lot of booze involved. They try okay. to keep
2: you warm. Okay, I, I, I fully get it because, like, I yearn for the day where I'm good enough at golf that, like, I don't just love it a bunch of times during the summer, but, like, I need to get out there in March. Because if I were to get out there in March, that means I'm going to be depressed by my play and ready to quit by, like, June. So I need, <laughs> I need to pace myself.
0: That's a good point, dude. I, I just did three days in Florida. I, I felt good. I felt great. I felt god-awful and wanted to throw my clubs in the
2: ocean. So I, what do you, I, What's your general—what do you guys generally shoot? Brian's shooting 80 or below. I mean, listen, he's a pro athlete. It doesn't even count. Let's nah, man. Out.
0: I mean, I'm like I'm like an 18 handicap. See, leader. you're so full of it because you don't want to give me my strokes, and now you're trying to, like, not even say your real scores. Nah,
1: I can tell you my real scores. I just need to know what your real
0: scores are because <laughs> what you say is never what, what do they you, are. What do you think I should be in, in uh, B. Mitchell? About, about a 12 or 14. I'll give you a 15. There's oh. good days and there's terrible days. There's good holes and about bad it. holes. If
1: you just keep the scores right, you don't have to
0: worry about all that. I'm not Okay, we're not gonna get into this. Uh I'm, I'm shooting 95 ish, something like that. Uh, I'll
2: tell you what, I respect 95. I kind of yearn for 95.
0: <laughs> a lot of yearning today, Peter. You yearn for 95.
2: Uh, I'm yearning up a storm right now. <laughs> yeah.
0: Bear! What what do you shoot, Peter?
2: <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm like a I'm like a hundred kind of guy. Let's just Ooh, be honest. Lord, about
0: it. You keep it be, in double yeah, digits, you can a good beat
2: day. Jeff. Yeah, Jeff's terrible. Jeff I mean, shot
1: one forty something. I didn't count seventy five of his strokes.
4: Okay, yeah, the bus left. No need to throw me under it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm listen. I, I'm I'm at the place in my life I believe where if I were to actually get serious and get a, a do a, do some lessons, I could finally like stabilize a score. Because I I will play good for for five holes, and then I can just completely can come apart on one hole. Like that's that's my. I'm not good at putting together consecutive shots. Yeah, so so alone, I can hit man. good shots, but I, I fall apart.
0: So I, I – I, listen, we're in the same boat. I, I did want to talk to you about a few things. One thing you texted me about that I'm very excited to ask you about, but I, I want to start with Lamar Jackson. Okay. Uh, Brian and I are both of the belief that, of course, Washington should want Lamar Jackson, but they're not going to do anything about it. I'm curious where you land because fans are, are really pretty pretty split on the Lamar stuff.
2: Um, yeah, I I think they'd, of course, be tempted by it. You know, I I said this yesterday on our show. We were discussing this because there's been a lot of, you know, conversation about is there some sort of like, you know, collusion against Lamar Jackson? What's going on? I I really feel like if you're a team that's not remotely interested in Lamar Jackson, you're crazy. But if you're a team that's willing to throw like $200 million guaranteed at Lamar Jackson, you're crazy. Mm -hmm. So... I I understand why he's not getting the suitors. You know, the Deshaun Watson deal is going to scare the hell out of people. And, And it's a great sort of litmus test for what the NFL is. The NFL is not worried about your terrible human being track record of recent. They care about your health track record of recent. So Deshaun Watson, in spite of his shortcomings, maybe as a human being, at least in what many believe, He's still got the most ridiculous, uh, the single best guaranteed deal in NFL history because he's capable of playing 16, 17 games a year. At an elite level. Lamar, well, yeah, previously to this year, at an elite level. What we think, anyway. Right. Lamar Jackson is, as far as we know, off the field, an A-plus dude who anybody would want to be teammates with, but he's missed five games a year the last two seasons, and he's been taking steps backwards essentially since his MVP season and that means more to NFL brass than, you know, uh, some some bad personal stuff off the field. You're right.
1: And I also think the people that are saying they are, they all are not interested, somebody is just playing coy and they, try, they don't want to let anybody know they're interested just now.
2: That may be it too. I mean, you want you want the market to 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 sort of negotiate for you. And it may be that could be viewed as a, as a version of collusion. Like people like like if our owners probably like, yo, we can't give out another Deshaun Watson deal. That's insane. Yeah, I think that's possible. Um What do you yeah. what
0: is, what does your show in New York make of Daniel Jones getting forty mil a year for the next three years?
2: Man, it is that, that has been you know, that obviously we've had a ton of conversation on the show. It's been it has been football nonstop since the Super Bowl. Um and with the Jones situation it's very split. I mean, I think everybody agrees 40 is too much. Most everybody. You talk to the occasional Giant fan who's, like, really out of their mind and totally distorts the way he played last year. Um, and then you talk to more people who see it, I think, the right way, which is Daniel Jones has a lot of upside. He he has improved. every. Uh, certainly last year he took a huge step forward. I um, took a step back took a step back after year 1 but then clearly has been moving forward the last couple of years. He is unfazed by the New York market and media which is a pretty relevant trait to a guy who's going to be the the face of your team. And he's a really well-liked, highly regarded guy on that team. To me that was worth about 35 million. You know, I mm-hmm. I think I'm I would not pay more for Daniel Jones than I would for Derek Carr. I'm sorry. You you cannot show me a season right. in which Daniel Jones has done the things Derek Carr has done. And furthermore, nobody knows what Daniel Jones is going to look like if they actually get him weapons and have him start th- throwing thirty or forty times a game. They they protected him all last he season. Threw fifteen touchdowns. Yeah, dude. It's fifteen touchdowns. I mean, listen, he ran for a bunch too. Right. Um. But he, he and he's solid. But what is he going to look like? You know, and I, I do think it was a little short sighted of him. The fighting for money thing, man, you, you really need your team to have some money to give you pieces to play with. Mm-hmm. And I really wonder how smart it was to fight over that money when you don't know what that's going to do against the cap on a team that really could be good if they could add a couple of pieces. So, but at the same time, I said this to you guys and I've said it to listeners up here. All of that being said, if you take Daniel Jones and trade him for Taylor Heineke, we're in the playoffs, and the Giants are not.
0: I agree with that. I think that mm.
2: says more about the Commanders Heineke Wentz situation it? than it does about well, absolutely. Jones. But that, but that situation is a telling thing about the league. Having a guy who's at least competent is the difference between the playoffs or not. But yeah. I also,
0: I, have I agree with you. But I think one of the quickest ways to bury a team is to pay a and, not top.
2: 6 QB like a top 6 QB. I, I I hear you. That's exactly my my issue with it is but the question I guess will be is how much does that money look like? Cuz in a little while when when Trevor Lawrence comes up and a few other deals get done here will he'll he'll drop down to like I think right now he's like the 7th or 8th highest paid quarterback Daniel Jones. Yeah. In no time he's going to drop to 13 14, which is about where he should be.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Um uh, all right. I just Last think we at a point where,
1: just like you were saying earlier about, it doesn't matter who buys the team. It's not our money. It ain't our money.
0: Right. Let the teams figure this out. I kind of hope everything think goes Think about it. Ever since out. Pat
1: Mahomes signed his contract, every year the Kansas City Chiefs signed somebody. Right. And it was like, okay, how the hell they keep doing this and no other team? Maybe the people that are working for most of the teams are just stupid and don't want to understand how to work, work <laughs> and, the money. And, and, if you're willing to move possible. the money
0: around, the money will move. There you go. right, uh, Peter. So, we're talking with our friend Peter Rosenberg, Hot 97, ESPN New York. You can follow Twitter and Instagram at Rosenberg Radio. I texted B. Mitch something last week that I was just dumbfounded by. Yeah. It was an RG3 TikTok Instagram um, clip. Right? Really? You so, and I are so in sync. So, today at 11.32, knowing he was coming on the show at 1.30. Same thing? I, no, I don't know what it is. Rosenberg texted me, remind remind me to talk about how terrible RG3's social media is. So I don't know what it is
2: that you noticed, but please, this is your platform, sir. Fire away. Look, I need to start by saying I, was, I am one of the most ardent RG3 defenders of all time. Literally wrote an article on his way out the door for ESPN.com about how basically I thought he was rooked so badly by this organization. Love the guy, know him, have a great relationship with him. He's a he's a lovely guy, he truly is. Someone needs to take this man's phone away. Someone <laughs> needs to take the this character. He he. What is this one? What is this? What one? is it that set you off? Or or, or is all it just the, the totality? All the, all the cheesy wife content. Oh my God! You're you're talking about the one about the feeding. Uh, that was that was the one. That was the trigger. But, B. Mitch, this has been boiling in me for a good week straight. And that was just the one that made me text JP and say, remind me. It's just like he found a lane. RG3 is so good on TV. He's so charismatic. He has the lane. He has an opportunity to really sort of write a new story for Robert Griffin III. I really believe that. I agree. I I don't even know what the ceiling is. I think he could be in the booth on huge football games. I think he could be a huge host. It's all right there. He literally does not need social media to be hot. Like he at almost all.
0: seems like he could be Strahan and do like Good Morning America, or what, you know what I mean. Strahan like, no, does
2: everything. Now Strahan did it the right way.
1: Strahan's doing game shows, everything, all kind of stuff, and he does it in a, in a classy way. Robert is trying to be funny when there's no need for him to be funny.
2: I just, you know what it is. Um, he, you just nailed it, B. Mitch. The problem is he's a lovable, nice, good guy. He's not funny, and he's going for, like, super funny, and it ends up coming off, as the kids say sadly, as cringe. It's nothing but cringe. Is and it- I, lo- I love the man. Please, someone, just take his phone and say, like, there are certain people, right? Like, 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 JP and I, we need to hustle to, like, you know, push our little fledgling broadcast careers and post things up on social media. You're being far too kind, but yes. Then there are people like B. Mitch and RG3. They're established. They they already are who they are. You don't need a TikTok account to be hot, RG3. You're a Heisman Trophy winner, rookie of the year, who can talk his ass off about football. You don't need anything. So that's all. That's my little one one little minute. Please, RG3, put the phone down. What you certainly don't need, and this is
0: what I texted to be last week and what Peter's talking about. RG3, last week, February 27th, 434, tweeted out a TikTok of him watching his wife nurse her baby, and the caption says, oh, yeah, doc- doctors say breast milk is the best milk. And he tried to push the baby out the way. And then, yes. he, tr- and then yes. he goes for it. Like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, I, that I is ju- weird and a little that's creepy. So, and so just
1: creepiness and also, you're a selfish SOB. The damn baby needs it, not you, fool.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just a weird... It's, it's weird. Weird optic. How about that? Weird optic. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, thank you for the time, man. We always appreciate it. All right, Peter. Well, Boys, I appreciate you. Have a good weekend. Uh, JP,
0: shoot well tomorrow. Wish me luck. That's our guy, Peter Rosenberg. Give him a follow at Rosenberg Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Absolutely no breastfeeding content from Peter Rosenberg. That's that's a JP Finley guarantee. Through the, through the gamut every year. Let if somebody else want to take that fifty million a year, card, give it to him. You drafted Jordan Love for a reason. Hell yeah. I think it's happening. I, it'll be pretty wild to see. It's also wild how. The Rogers career arc, save for, like, the weird hallucinogenic side hustle, is almost the exact same as Brett Favre, save for the uh, stealing money from the state. It's kind of weird, right? Green Bay forever. They draft yeah. a guy. They're pissed off about it. The guy wants to play. Doesn't play. Brett eventually F- gets traded to the Jets.
3: Yeah. Brett Favre only allegedly started stealing money long after his career ended, so there's still time for
0: Rogers to catch up. Good point. <laughs> And we don't know that Favre didn't eat a bunch of peyote and hang out in the woods or whatever Rogers is doing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's just, listen, man. You
1: it, it comes, everything comes to an end, and I think that's what we, we all have to understand. And when you start getting to the point where the one entity thinks he's bigger than everybody else put together, it's time to let him go at that point. Because
0: he can't win a damn thing by himself. True or false, Johnny Cash in his green room before concerts Requested six caffeine-free Diet Cokes. Why? I didn't ask why. I asked true or false. You talking about, like, Johnny
1: Cash from Walking the Line? True.
0: Yes, that Johnny Cash, Jeff. Not to be confused with another Johnny Cash.
1: True, true. I know what Snoop asked for when I did the uh, the (laughs) rookie thing in New York.
0: What Snoop asked for?
1: It it wasn't six uh, uh, (laughs) caffeine-free sodas. I know what Tribe Called some, Quest asked for. It was at, some,
0: some ounces of some other stuff. And when you walk through the front door, you can smell it all the way through the whole place. Tribe Called Quest, when they played a concert at Georgetown when I was a senior, so my boy Matt Epperly was a freshman at Georgetown, they requested a case of things most people maybe use two or three times a month. Now, every day we make bets, we call it "herded It Here First. Let's go.
4: Jeffrey! Okay, so it was a bad day, bad night for the entire show last night. Um, none of us hit our bets. Um, uh, Worst uh. worse the first, I am sitting at 0-2. Lanfield's sitting at 0-3. JP, you're sitting at 1-1. and 1. And B. Mitch, you're sitting at 2-2. hmm And boy, oh boy, do I have a pick for you tonight. I got some picks for y'all, too. I'm taking Gerowen Price. That's the Premier League of Darts. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and I'm taking. And I'm taking. Hey, I actually watched Darts. Is that a
0: dude's name or a team name? It's, it's a dude's name. All right, go Price. Bull, and yo, yeah, watching I'm, Darts is kind of electric.
4: I was gonna say, yeah, I it's, watch it on the It's kind of cool. It's cool. And I'm taking for my parlay. I'm taking Cuba over Panama in the World Baseball Classic. Okay.
2: What's you know the, you don't have what's, to parlay,
4: What's the right? witch call, Monette? I want to. Jeff, what, minus, is,
1: what is it? Minus 168. On the darts or Cuba?
0: No, I need to know something because, like, Cuban only wins a lot of times. It's college the basketball tournament season, you guys are betting on darts and Cuban baseball. Man, go ahead and put your bet in. Cuban B. Uh, I got th- this goes out to my man, Mike Beasley. bees from MGM at National Harbor. I'm taking the Cal Baptist Lancers. Tonight getting 6 against Sam Houston State. Go Lancers, go Cal Baptist. I wanted to take the Nats,
3: but I can't find a line anywhere. They're playing Israel, so I, I assume the Nats will win.
0: Yo, but I think the way it works for Israel is they mm-hmm. get to sign like Jewish dudes from America. I'd still take the Nats. Isn't Paul Goldschmidt? I I am assuming. I don't know. It's Give me It's not. I'm taking the Caps. Plus
1: one and a half. I'm taking the Duke. I'm taking Duke tonight over uh, Pittsburgh. And uh, George Mason is playing against Saint Louis.
0: Yeah, guy that's mad guy that's trying to Mason. be mad at
1: us and don't know. I'm not taking. I'm not taking George Mason. I just tell you he was playing. So
0: okay. you're taking
3: Duke solo bet, no parlay. Nah, none. We're all rooting for Saint Louis on this show. No,
0: that's kind of mean. Yeah. I didn't say that. I will root for Mason. I, I got friends that Mason. Lewis. Go
3: Mason. Scott Jackson's son goes to Mason. Yeah, so does Ryan though. So.
1: Ryan Clare Ryan's been in
0: college at least if 6 I'm years. If I'm a
1: college, I would not say that Ryan Clare goes to my school. Yeah. I would
0: not want to broadcast that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Thank you to everybody listening to the program today. Thank you to our guest Mr. Jeff Ehrman, Mr. Rasmus Sandeen. Good luck tonight Rasmus in your home debut. Thank for you to the, the food deliverer. Thank you to the food deliverer Mr. Ahmet. Thank you to Peter Rosenberg for joining us from New York City. Thank you to everybody that called in for a rousing, if not slightly confusing, bleep you Thursday. Been, was confused with you. Tomorrow, serious debate. Do you bring Taylor Heineke back? Great and Danny coming your way next. If you made it this far, I owe you a beer.